0: Grace and peace, everybody. I just first I want to tell you thank you for tuning in to Bridging the Gap Podcast. With this is I am your host, Pastor Nate Brozier. I'm always delighted and excited that anybody would take the time of their busy schedules, uh, just in general to take time to listen for 20 minutes, sometimes not even that long, uh, just to come onto this particular podcast, this forum and just engage in the Word of God. So I thank you for taking this opportunity to increase your growth, uh, to allow yourself to uh, visualize yourself in the scriptures as we, we normally try to pull things out. And so I just wanna thank you once again. But if you will, go ahead and share this podcast to your social media outlet. Um, Just real quick, share button below here. Also, if you're not following this particular podcast, go ahead and follow this podcast. That way you'll get updated on future uh, podcast tapings that we do here. So without further ado, I wanna get started. Today, I wanna talk on a simple topic uh, that many of us will deal with on a daily basis. Um, And that's simply on money, uh, how we deal with money as a Christian even, it's it's tough enough to take Christianity out of the equation. Uh, it's tough enough dealing with money, being wise with money, being diligent with money, and, uh, um, and not being too hasty, but just being thoughtful and using wisdom in everything we do with money. Uh, we understand also the Bible says, money answereth all things. Uh, we understand it's something, it's a necessity that we all need, and I'm not here to curse. I know over the years we've heard um, Scripture's just completely bashed and destroyed. And uh, Bishop uh, O'Neill has been on a set, uh, a particular Wednesday night topic on this particular thing about how we take the Word of God and we just not really uh, dived into the context behind things. I've heard people quote the scripture, for, the, for money is the root of all evil, and that's not scriptural. Uh, and so we're going to talk about that particular scripture. Money itself is not the root of all evil, Uh, for it's the love of money, that's the root of all evil. So if you have your Bible, turn with me to the book of 1 Timothy chapter 6, and we are going to start in, let's say, let's go ahead and start in verse 6, and I'm reading from the King James Version, Uh, but 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 6, it reads this way, but godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and raiment, let us be therewith content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition." For the love of money, there's that scripture. If you're taking notes, 1 Timothy 6 and 10. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But thou, O man of God, flee these things and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. And then he goes on to say, fight the good fight of faith. They hold on eternal life, wherein thou all are also called and have professed a good profession before many witnesses. Fight the good fight of faith. I want to talk about the simple line of the love of money. And so ultimately everyone that is listening to the sound of my voice or watching on YouTube right now, We all get up every day trying to make money. There's no problem. There's not an issue with this because this is what we have been created to do. We have to create money to take care of our houses. We have to have money to feed our children. We have to have money to feed ourselves. So making money or getting money is not the sin. It's not the issue that is at hand. And so today I just want to take just a few of your moments, 10, 15 minutes today, and I want to talk about where our heart is when it comes to money. Is money what drives you? Is money is money what makes you get up every day and pushes you to your next level? Now, I could say years ago before I decided to fully give myself to Jesus. That was my only motivation for living. I remember working at a car dealership and one of the managers at the time says, all right, Nathan, uh, what motivates you? I said, "That's answer simple, money and making more of it. And so my, my drive was strictly built and driven truly just around money and how much I can get, how much I can make. And I didn't care who I had to step on to make more of that money. So I had to challenge my heart. I had to look at a heart evaluation, if I can say it. I had to evaluate my heart to see what is truly driving my soulish man, my man, the soulish man that I am. And so oftentimes, many of us will be driven by the desires of our flesh, and we will flow and we will desire the things that money can bring. And then we begin to realize that we are seeking after those things more than we are seeking after God. Now, if this is the first time you've tuned in on to Bridging the Gap, this is a Christian podcast. And so I'm here to try to create better Christians in all of us. Uh, Understandable, if you're watching this from a carnal mindset, then it may sound foolish or silly of what I'm talking about. But listen to what the scripture says, but godliness with contentment is great gain. First all, first off the writer as Paul is writing to Timothy here, he's he's showing here, listen, it is uh, godliness with contentment is great gain. So what are we seeking after? What are we What are we hungry after? What are we thirsty after? To say it that way, as it says in Matthew 28, uh, or or as it talks about in the Beatitudes, I'm sorry. Uh, As it says, they that thirst and hunger after righteousness shall be what? Filled. And so what are we content with? If, If godliness with contentment is great gain, if we are seeking the things of God, here's what the Bible says, that there's great gain. In that, If we are content with godliness, then therefore our gain is right there in the things that we get from or inherit from our Father. If I seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, what does the Bible says? All these other things shall be added unto you. So what are you looking for? What are you hungry for? What are you desiring? if you're desiring the things that this world can give you, if you're desiring how much money you can get so that you can have more things, then we gotta evaluate the heart. Your gain is, is, is now driven for the love of money. But listen, it says, they in having food and raiment let us there with content. but they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare. Listen, if all we're doing is we are seeking after gain, if we're seeking after money and how much more we can get, what happens here is what the scripture says, we fall into temptation. To now we're being driven by the mighty dollar. Maybe you're watching from... Maybe the mighty euro, <laughs> the mighty dinero, wherever the mighty yen, wherever you're watching this podcast or listening to this podcast, I want you to understand this, that we can all be driven by the lust of that mighty dollar, that mighty, that mighty monetary blessing that we think we need to get because the scripture says that we fall into temptation, now, what temptation and snare may be that once you get into that, it's hard to get yourself out. It's like quicksand. We, If you've ever been in quicksand, which I doubt that many of us, of us have, but as we'd watch in the cartoons or we'd watch on Tarzan, I'm kind of dating myself there, when they would go into that quicksand, it wouldn't just go and, and just engulf you, but it would slowly drag you under. Now listen, when we are seeking after money, if we are seeking after or we we are falling in love with the desire to have more of it, then it can become a snare. And it says that will be rich or they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lust now we talked about this the desires of the flesh a while back in one of my podcasts go back and listen to it if you haven't heard it already but listen we fall into the desires of our flesh our lust of the flesh our our lust in the eye of what we the pride of life we want to get so much more that we desire the gains of what money can bring now listen friend This is a snare, this is a trap that the enemy throws our way. And that's why he says in his scripture, "'They that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, "'and into many uh, foolish and hurtful lusts, "'which drown men in destruction and perdition.'" Listen, the love of money can destroy your family. The love of money can destroy your relationships outside of the workplace. Because here's an example, if all you're desiring is more and more and more this, then what takes place? Something transpires. Something is neglected. And usually that is relationship with our spouse, with our children. And here's the thing I want to get at to the Christians here. It begins to wear down our relationship with God. We don't seek God like we used to because we're seeking out for the mighty dollar. We are pushing and our drive is so deeply rooted in what we can get that our relationship with Christ begins to waver a little bit. And so this is where we drown, which drowns men into destruction and perdition. And for the love of money is the root of all evil. Listen, if you're loving money, that becomes a root that begins to spread deeper. Now, that's not the only thing that, can, that is of evil, but it is the root of evil because it distracts us. The love of money will distract us in our walk with Christ. The love of money will distract our relationships with our children and our family, those that are close to us, because we're so deeply rooted in to what we desire and what we want. Listen, the love of money, let me say it one more time. It's pretty clear here. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they themselves through with many sorrows. But listen to what the writer says. Here's a word of encouragement for you. We've all been guilty maybe, maybe you're, you're listening to this right now and you're saying, "I I, I truly catch myself Following or desiring money more than anything else. Listen, there's, it's not hopeless for you, but I want to encourage you. Look at verse 11. But thou, O man of God, woman of God, flee these things and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. And look what he concludes here. For the good fight of man, or fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life, whereunto whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. Let me say, fight the good fight of faith. Seek after godliness. Seek after righteousness. Seek after patience, love, and meekness. Guess what? The Bible says, I go back into this scripture, seek yourself, seek ye first in the King James. Seek ye first. What's that mean? Not second, not third, not afterwards, but seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all these other things, the kingdom of God, all these other things shall be added unto you. Here's the problem, we get it backwards. We begin to seek all these other things before we seek God first. Seek his will, seek his purpose, seek godliness, seek faithfulness, seek love, meekness. We we, we want to seek what we can get outside. We want all the other things and we seek after it and yet we have forgotten to seek after the very thing he told us to seek after. So if he tells me to seek ye first, then I need to follow what he's telling me to do. Seek God first, then everything else will be added. Listen, we can't get this twisted. We can't take this out of context. We have to stay focused upon the main thing. And the main thing is, is God is saying, seek me while I may be found. Seek me now while my grace is abounding. Seek me now while I can heal you, deliver you, and set you free. Seek me now while salvation is drawing you. And if you seek me first, then guess what? I'll fill in the gaps for you. It's not magic. It's not some, some, it's not some voodoo that we just say, well, if we do this, this is what's gonna happen. Listen, the Bible says, seek ye first. These are promises. And we can bank on the promises of God. And his promises is what? If I seek him first, then everything else that I think that I need will be added to me, to where I will not lack anything, where I will not desire anything because he he will fulfill everything that I need. Some of us we think we need more money <laughs> we think we need more of this we think we need a bigger car we need a bigger house but God knows what you need. God knows what you what your 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 desires are but He knows what you need not what you want, but he'll give you what you need. Well, what do I need? I need peace. Some of, you need, some of you need peace in your home right now, peace in your marriage. You may be at the brinks of falling apart. You may be at the brink of giving, giving up or even throwing in the towel, as I would say. I'm here to just speak hope to you. Seek ye first God, then he'll give you joy. Then peace will come. Then he says that he gives us peace that passes all understanding. He gives us peace that gives us understanding. Listen, I don't know what you're needing. I don't know where you're listening to this from, but I'm here to speak a word of hope. Listen, we're not, we don't need to seek after money anymore, but we need to seek after God. We need, to, we need to run towards him, not towards the things that this earth can bring us. And if that's you that I'm talking to, I wanna pray for you right now. If you will, just just say, God, I I need a breakthrough. And if you believe in that, then I want you to seek God like never before. But I do wanna pray for you right now. So Father, in Jesus' name, God, I pray, I don't know who I'm speaking to right now. I don't know who I'm praying for. They may be in another country, another state, another city, another county. But God, you hear their heart right now. Because God, you are omnipotent, omnipresent, omniscient. You're everywhere, all power and all knowing. And so Father, you know their needs right now. You know their care. And so Father, I just pray in Jesus' name that you will begin to draw them like closer to you than they've ever been before. God, give them such a desire. To be closer to you. Give them such a desire. And it's such a passion that's driven to say, God, I want more of you and less of myself. God, I seek you first and not what this world can offer. But God, I seek you first. Because Lord, I need a breakthrough in my life. I need holiness in my life. I need righteousness in my life. God, I need faith. I need love. I need meekness. And so these things I shall seek after. God, I pray for those people that are watching. God, let them desire the things that you can bring to them, peace and joy, long suffering, kindness, gentleness. Let us seek you first while you may be found. God, I pray that you will begin to give them comfort while they're seeking you, Lord. God, I pray right now that you will begin to break that curse that is over their life, that spirit of greed. I come against the spirit of greed right now. Stop lusting after the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes. The spirit of greed I command to be released off of you right now in Jesus' name. You've got to let it go though. You've got to say, "No longer shall I be seeking after the things of greed." That that the spirit of greed that is on me, I let it go right now. Come on, right there where you're at. Just say, "I let it go. I let go of that spirit right now. That spirit of greed, I let go." Because God, you fight. You're going to fight my battles for me. God, you're going to multiply where I where where I need it the most. God, you're going to rebuke the devourer on my behalf, as you said in the book in your word through even tithing and offering God as I begin to give things back to you you're going to work on my behalf Who God let faith rise right there let faith rise right there in Jesus name in Jesus name breakthrough is coming to your house so father I give you the praise right now in advance in Jesus name we pray amen Well, thank you for joining this week's podcast. We will see you again next time on Bridging the Gap. God bless you. I'm Pastor Nate.